What's up, you'll hear it. Hey, this is Bob Deboo, the host of the Upright Citizens podcast. Got a question for you. How would you like to get inside the mind of one of the most recorded musicians of all time? Well, here's your chance. The legendary bassist Ron Carter will join the Open Studio community on June 14th for an exclusive one-time-only live mentor session. You don't want to miss this. To learn the secrets to the maestro's iconic sound, gain insights to his unique musical mind in real time, pick his brain on his illustrious career, and get answers that'll propel your music to new heights. Join today and unlock your free 14-day trial at openstudiojazz.com. Then you'll be able to not only join the maestro in this exclusive conversation, but dig into his brilliant course, Blueprint for Jazz Bass, and so much more. So sign up now. Peace. Hey, Peter. Hey, Adam. Have you ever heard this record before? Um, it sounds vaguely familiar, like it's, from a dream. It's a little-known album released in the late 50s. Kind of green? Close. Some kind of blue? Closer. Hmm. Is that Bob Evans on piano? <laughs> I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily music advice and beautiful tones coming to you. All right. Now, if we time this right, Pete, yes. we're going to get right into our number one of our five favorite simple solos. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Do you like a simple solo or do you like a complex solo? Because we're going to do both. We're going to do our five favorite busy solos tomorrow. Oh, we are. Okay. Um, I like simple. I mean, complex has its place. Agreed. Yeah. But don't you Variety think- is the spice of life. Variety as, is the spice of life. As Bob Evans once said. But it's not, I think the point I want to make is that because a solo is simple doesn't mean it's any easier no. to compose or play. Or execute. to execute correctly. Yeah. yeah, it can be much harder. Let's make something complex sound simple. Yeah. Well, you know what one of my favorite simple solos is? What? Miles Davis. So what? I mean, do we even have to play the rest of it? Y'all have heard it a million times, right? Yeah, it's so fun to talk over it anyway. Yeah, I mean, simplicity at its finest. Oh, it, it really is. The, I, you, you kind of uh, gave me a little snicker when I, you saw this one on the list. And I just, <laughs> but how know, can you leave it off? Man? I, yeah, how, how are you going to let... It sets the tone. It's the whole album. But it's you know what? the I, whole album. I know we've talked about this um, at liberty and at, at length, but there's a, it's not just a simple Miles Davis solo. It's a simple composition. It's a simply... Um, but magnificently crafted album and story. That's what it is. It's yeah. a story. And then it's like these little simple, but so effective. Like it's so hard to be simple because you can come off simplistic if you don't have the skills with the a Z. Z, maybe even two Zs, <laughs> you know? You so know, it's like, how do you pull that off? And I mean, obviously for Miles, it's kind of like, 
you might think it's just natural and effortless, but there was a lot of crafting that went into, I think, by design, his approach to music. And and on this album, I think the reason we celebrate it so much and it's so beloved is not just because of the wonderful compositions, the beautiful playing, but the sound of it. It's a very simple and cohesive sound to it. A true audiophile's delight. It's one absolutely gorgeous. Say. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Something I'm noticing about all of the artists on our list of simple solos is that they're all like giants of this music. They're all simpletons. Well, no, no, no I guess we wouldn't. No, say they're that. no, definitely not. I mean, these yeah. are all the heavy, heavy, heavy hitters. Yeah, and course. all I mean, of come them. On, this is the you'll hear podcast. We don't we, we we bring the fire. Yeah, I'm just saying. So if you're what if you're listening to this, like maybe you just got out of the practice room and you're like, oh, I'll never burn like Michael Brecker. That's okay, <laughs> right? Not everybody burned like Michael Brecker. You know. Now Only... let's listen to number two, number Michael two. Brecker. <laughs> yeah, no, number two, Michael. No, he can play a great simple solo, but you know what I mean. I feel like, like he might show up tomorrow. He's going to show up tomorrow yeah. <laughs> in the, in the, on our favorite Busy Souls, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but our number two of our favorite Simple Souls, this was your fi- first pick, and this is Keith Jarrett uh, from, uh, what's the record? Oh, Standards, Standards Volume 2. two. Yeah. Yeah. He recorded this a couple times on the live stuff, but this, this is, I love this recording. Never Let Me Go. Man, just got me already, Keith. Come on, Keith. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is just the interpretation of the melody, the soul. I mean, the whole thing is just a cohesive, nuanced masterpiece by Monsieur Jarrett. Check it out. We will have a playlist. Alex, I'm going to send you this playlist right now so you can put it in the, the description. <laughs> wow, so, that's so meta. I know. The inner workings of the go to the description machine here. And you can hear all these on our Spotify playlist. Our next selection is also from uh, a master of jazz, known for his his simplicity and uh, real artist at this. And this is Ahmad Jamal, but not for me. You ever heard this this track too? I think so. This is if he's carrying weight. Okay, do you get any more simple than not playing? That's what I'm talking about. As far as Ahmad. doing so much with so little you know what i mean he's saying so much this is the left hand comping talk about dynamics yeah the dynamic between the left and right hand are astounding and the balance i mean this is really about just the simplicity and effectiveness of the entire trio really you know 
about range on the piano. Uh, and when you play like this, like your approach to time has to be so precise. There's nothing covering anything up. Well, it doesn't feel tight or anything. No. A lot, of, a lot of humanity to the approach to the syncopation and the time of the swing. Now here's the solo. gonna hit this one phrase for a while how'd you know look at that introducing just a little simple left hand not much uh. I'm gonna drop the two there he's about to drop the two that's a Majamal uh, from Live at the Pershing, but yeah. not for me, the title track. It is unbelievable. Yeah. And even though it's getting thicker here, obviously with the block chords oh, and yeah, stuff, yeah. it's still simple, though. Yeah, I don't because think... the approach that he started with, he doesn't abandon that. Yeah. The rhythmic approach, the nuance, the dynamics. Simple doesn't necessarily mean sparse. No. It just means a, a simple approach, like a... Um, a melodic approach to it. I mean, that, yeah. That's definitely been the theme so far. I All mean, right. even that 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 continuous line that he starts to solo with, that's actually very thick. Even though it's single line, right, right. it's up high, but I mean, that's a long uh, phrase. That phrase is hashtag long AF. Yeah, we don't have time for you to do the whole... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Keeps going, keeps going. Uh, so our next cut... We love you a lot. Uh, this is one you picked. This is from Herbie Hancock's uh, River, the Joni Letters, right? Is that it? Yes. And this is Solitude. We've played this on the show before. Solitude. I'm pretty sure we've done this solo before. Yeah, we? should we jump to the uh, solo? Yeah. Okay. It, it's kind of in the middle, right? Or kind of after... Oh, no, let's, let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. All yeah. right, here we go. Space. Man, what a sound, too. Yeah. What year was this? This is like seven, eight years ago, maybe nine, ten. 2008 or something? Yeah. 2010? Ah, whatever you want to call it. I love how we can. I hate to talk over this, but I love how we can like go down to the month of 1959 and what was recorded, what? We were like, this Herbie record was it eight, 10, 12, 14 years ago? 2007. Yeah. So there's a lot going on in this, but it's laid out, you know, architecturally in terms of how he's arranged the melody and then when he gets into solo in a very uh, simple way. You it's know? awesome. It truly is beautiful. And a lot of space. But there's a lot going on. You know, Like when you really look at it, you're like, whoa. If you were to look at a transcription of this, you'd be like, that's not simple. But it's the performance that brings out, I think, the simplicity. That's so great. Yeah. That's Herbie Hancock's Solitude from the Joni Letters, River. And I think it's a great example for all of us um, you know, there's so much to take from any of these recordings and approaches to soloing and arranging it. On this one, I would, on that Herbie, I would say, you know, he did an, an amazing job of a number of things, but particularly really getting inside of the form and the flow of the song. You know, this is, of course, Duke Ellington's Solitude. Um, 
and 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 taking this arrangement that's fairly esoteric, but but he linked it up so well with the direction of the story of the original composition that it flows in a very simplistic way. When we talk about like kind of fighting against the form and doing something that's against the natural bones of a of a tune, it can be it can end up sounding convoluted and complicated. And if you're going for that, that's fine. But this is a way where he was able to put some very advanced harmony, harmonic and melodic ideas coming in a lot of different directions in a way that's super cohesive and, and calming and just fits with the song. Beautiful. Uh, our number five, we do have a bonus, but here's our number five. Hello. Uh, we'll get to the bonus, but first, uh, our, our final of our five favorite simple solos. This is a solo that I often point people to when they when they ask about, like, you talk about... Uh, doing my, my <laughs> I even, love that yeah. voice. You talk about uh, uh, soloing with the melody. How do you do that? And I always say, just listen to this. And this is Sonny Rollins from Saxophone Colossus. This mm. is Blue 7. And what I what I mean solo off the melody is he starts with a melody yeah. and he weaves his solo from it so yeah. effortlessly. Yeah. You can't even tell where one he's stops. He's so inside the melody though. I mean he's oh, so he's all up in it. All up on it. That's Doug Watkins. Max Roach. Not that it's super sparse or he's not playing a lot of notes. It's where he's putting them. It's how he relates them to the melody yeah. that makes it just a simple idea taken to a beautiful, beautiful place. And it keeps going like that for like three or four minutes. It's amazing. Yeah. So let's just talk a little bit about, um, you know, how maybe folks could get into this concept of playing a simple solo. Because it's not necessarily something that, you know, every tune, every you know, kind of tune in every night on every gig, you want to be like, okay, I want to play a simple solo. It's got to be a little bit of a mentality that just sort of starts to come out at the appropriate time yeah. because it's not, I mean, I think, yes, it's possible to make something very busy sound simple, but that's a lot more advanced in a way, but to play a very simple and perhaps sparse solo, um, there's different approaches to it. And I, and I would just say that this last, the Sonny Rollins solo, this would fall under the style of, super logical the way that it's yeah, constructed right for sure you know i mean all these have it to a point to a certain point but there's like different techniques and i think you can really get that away from the solo and if you learn the solo and these look these simple solos that we're highlighting today and a number of other ones we could come up with um are great solos to transcribe and learn oh for sure simple solos these. are generally easy they're not necessarily easy to play just like the the performer did but yeah. to get the notes and the rhythms and stuff they're a little bit on the easier side all right i'll take the so what you take the solitude 
Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, the Solitude's <laughs> got a little, got, got some more stuff. But even that, I mean, in terms of like from other Herbie Hancock souls, even on that record, oh, it's a sure. little bit more accessible. For sure, know? for sure. But yeah. I would just say that like as you learn, or even if you don't learn this Sonny Rollins solo, but you just like study it and say, well, what what's my takeaway? Not just, oh, it sounds great. I love it. What can I take from that to apply to my playing? And I would just say on that kind of solo, think about the inner logic of the solo. And so you're going to want to take... How does he delineate his phrases? You know, with that sharp 11. Like, how does he use that and make it so clear, the clarity of it, and then the resolution of the logic that he sets up as he goes through? I mean, this is on a blues form, so you have the, the expectation and the harmonic form that's already built in to set up your solo in a way that the architecture works in a logical manner. But how does he specifically do that? Because that's the more interesting stuff, I think, to take from a great solo that you can apply to your playing than just the exact phrases. Well, you can hear he's staying in, like, the context of a, of the blues. Like, he, that first really um, notey line that he plays yeah. is, it's no mistake that's on the last four bars. That that's, right. on the, that's on the cadence of it, right? Like, he's, right. he's stated the theme twice, and then he does this massive variation, like, off the bat. Right. And then he goes back to the theme. Right. You know, and I mean, to me, like, this is a master who, who even though he's playing this, um, you know, very melodic, thoughtful, simple solo, he still understands this is, this is blues I'm playing. Right. And Can I, we play that first phrase? Yeah. I, I, I want to do a little pop quiz with the listeners. Y'all ready? We right. have to go to school. A-C-T-S-A-T. Like to kind of where he, his very first phrase he plays. Let's see if I can skip ahead here. Yeah. He in the head. Yep. Oh, that's the head? Oh, yeah, that's right. His solo is, is, is so cohesive. It's no, it's like just we, it just playing. weaves yeah, right into exactly. it. Right, here we go. So you've got the direction of it and then like the rhythmic resolution because you've already set up the harmony and the feel of the blues and like on the head, it's really about that, you know, that sharp 11 yeah. kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then, so that's kind of a thing. And so then when he goes, you know, mm. up to there, that's like what you're hearing actually. And when you do it so beautifully and simple, I mean, look, the rhythm and all that's killing, but you got that. Right. Even though it's that, it's not well, that C triad. Over and the then B-flow. Tommy Flanagan. Yeah, he, like, he hears brings that. in and he, he brings That's that some in. expert level comping right yeah, there. Yeah, See, for next sure. level. For sure. Well, those are our five favorite simple solos. Uh, be, be sure to go to openstudiojazz.com to check out all of our uh, jazz lessons, simple or otherwise. And uh, we have a bonus. Bonus. This is from uh, Kenny Garrett. Uh, this is before it's time to say goodbye, but this is not... From Songbird. From Songbird. Yep. It's not Kenny Garrett's solo. No. It's Kenny Kirkland's solo. Yeah, Kenny Kirkland's tune as well. We're going to go out on this, uh, so until next time, you'll hear it. Mm-hmm. 